not gonna lie to you. No, I've got 120 four cookie packs of Oreos sitting right next to me. And it's in my apartment full time. It's not 120 in there now. Hey, what's going on everybody? It is South Beach Nico coming to you live on the For the Ladies podcast. I am uh, making a little craft macaroni and cheese for dinner. Anybody that's been a uh, single gentleman, maybe a single lady, I'm not quite sure. We'll have to get some perspective if anybody wants to write in about it and let me know. But as a single gentleman, I can say that I have made a lot of mac and cheese and a lot of spaghetti. So I have a system for how I make it now. It involves like a lot of different seasonings, spices. I've actually thrown some, some beverages in there, some hot sauce, some honey, like just experimenting with all sorts of different mac and cheese and uh, spaghetti sauce recipes. So if anybody has any good ones, feel free to email me at fortheladiespodcast at gmail.com or fortheladiespodcast on Instagram or at south underscore beach underscore nico on Instagram as well. Let me know your mac and cheese or spaghetti sauce recipe or any other cool recipes you have because I am definitely very interested in that. So tonight we're talking to a really, really cool guy. Um, his name is Scott Crava. His brand basically embodies everything that I base my life off of. And I think that's amazing. It's something that I'm a person that I like to be reminded about what my end goal is, what I'm trying to do. And the name of his brand is Dreamin' Big Supply Company. So, you know, he's got some badass t-shirts and hats that are just like daily reminders when, you know, like, oh, what shirt should I wear today? Oh, that one, because that's what I'm going for. So big, big fan of Scott. We have a really interesting way that we actually met down in St. Petersburg and um, just how life is full of coincidences. And I'm excited for you guys to hear that. His Instagram and Twitter are dreamingbig, at dreamingbig, D-R-M-N-B-G, dreaming big and then it is spelled d-r-m-n-b-g or go to dreamingbig.com d-r-m-n-b-g.com he's got some pretty awesome stuff up there some savvy the duck stuff that i would highly recommend that i'm going to be ordering soon and again i was a fan of scott's work before i even knew scott so i'm looking forward to this interview it's gonna be a lot of fun thank you guys for listening here we go Scott. Nick, what's going on, man? Not much, bro. How you doing? I'm great. I can't complain. How about yourself? Not bad. So before we uh, actually get into this, I want to ask, ask a, uh, a question I just went over in the open here. Okay. So I just made some Kraft macaroni and cheese and, you know, single guy food. <laughs> <laughs> and when I do it, like I'll throw some seasoning, some spices in it. I actually threw a little rum in it one time, hot sauce, whatever. I doctored up. Do you have any uh, similar recipes? For mac and cheese? Yeah. Um, it's been a while, but I, man, there are a couple things I, that I used to do. I haven't done it in a long time, but um, I got this from my dad. Uh, we would sometimes put tuna in Ooh. with the mac and cheese. which Just Like raw tuna? Like, no, like canned tuna. So, yeah. 
so it was um it sounds like an odd combo but it's actually pretty good and it it's it makes it a little healthier i would say i'm using that term loosely um <laughs> because you know like you know tuna's packed with protein so it, it it helps out a little bit compared to regular mac and cheese right um and then i would not mix this with tuna but i would i would sometimes load mine up with cayenne red pepper because i i love spicy food so mm-hmm. i look for any way i can to to spice it up um and then i haven't done this in years i don't know that i ever actually did it myself but like growing up i remember my parents would sometimes mix in they would like slice up a hot dog and mix that in oh yeah, yeah. my parents did that all the time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i grew up in michigan that was a big michigan thing <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, other than that like you know i'm I'm a big fan of – there's, like, some places here in Philly that have, uh, like, jalapeno mac and cheese. Yeah. Uh, bacon mac and cheese. You know, that stuff's really good. I mean, it's – like I said, it's not great for you, but it's – you know, it's tastes pretty good. So Sometimes I just get that, like, <laughs> I need mac and cheese. So it's yeah, easy. And, it's easy to do. And why do you think that is? I mean, is it just because, like, it's something that we grew up on and, like, there's that nostalgia, like, comfort factor? I think it might be because it's, like, when the weather gets cool in Florida that I seem to – I only eat it in the fall and, like, the winter. So, yeah, it's probably that nostalgia of, like, oh, chilly Michigan days. We're having mac and cheese. Like, actually, my dad used to make us ramen noodles, but he wouldn't put the powder in it. He would throw Italian dressing on top of it. Oh, wow. And that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. I, I'm sure it's great. I mean, the Italian <laughs> dressings. I, I like. Have you ever like marinated chicken in Italian dressing? I have not. That's it's an underrated move. Okay, <laughs> I can dig that. I'll try yeah. that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I just want to get that. Uh, I want to see if you had any tips there. I like it. That's some solid, <laughs> solid stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since. I, I mean, actually, I shouldn't say it's been a while. We've. We'll make mac and cheese here when uh, we're, you know, treating ourselves, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, no, lately, like, actually, we just had it, like, two days ago. I don't even know why. Yeah, I'm acting like it's been a long time since I had it last. We had it, like, two days ago. And, <laughs> you know, it's it's great when you're, you know, just looking for something quick. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually so. was going home the other night from uh, No Vacancy. <laughs> oh, man. And I was like, I'm going to go home and make some spaghetti. And the bartender was like, why are you poor? And I was like, no, I just like spaghetti. Yeah, dude, I love making, I love making like three ingredient spaghetti, like noodles, sauce, and meat. Yes. (laughs) I actually use a ton of Parmesan cheese. So mine would be four. Like I'll go through a half a container of Parmesan cheese every time I have spaghetti. I love it. Oh man. So you're, 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 that's essentially like mac and cheese spaghetti. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Like my mom, if I'm coming over for dinner, she will have my own separate container of Parmesan cheese. <laughs> that, that's how I am with cayenne red pepper. Like yes, red pepper. Dude, I love. Like I'll put that on anything. Like I'll put that on like cottage cheese. It's been a while since I've done that. But oh, that's I, an interesting one. Yeah. Or like make a like a grilled cheese sandwich after that thing's done. I'll peel yeah. the, I'll peel that open. Sprinkle in some crushed red pepper. It gives it a little spice. Maybe um, a little tomato soup. I don't do that. I haven't done tomato no? soup in a long time. Dang, it's been a while since I've had uh, tomato soup. But that's yeah, that was a move back in the day for sure. See, I'm glad we <laughs> talked after I ate, or else I'd be making food now. <laughs> and see, I made the mistake like I just got home from the gym maybe like a half hour ago, and 
usually when I leave the gym, I'm not hungry at all. I'm the opposite of hungry. Like the thought of food makes me almost nauseous. Yeah, so yeah, I was same. like, no, I'll be good. I'll get something to eat after we talk. But now that we're talking about food, I'm like, damn it. I should immediately talk about food. <laughs> 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 but um, I kind of went over a little bit about you brand. But if you want to go in depth and like share what, what you're about and what you do. Yeah, I could do that. So I don't know. I don't know what you covered already, but just the name and that it's clothing. All right. And so, I believed in it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, that, that, that's what it's all about, essentially. Um, so Dreaming Big Supply Co. started out as Dreaming Big Clothing Company. Um, I started designing it in about 2010, so about 10 years ago. Um, and the reason I did that, I got into graphic design um, kind of by chance. So I'm a senior at Iowa State University in 2007, and um, some friends and I went away on a little trip um, at Lake Okoboji in Iowa. Okay. And we, um, you know, it's a college trip, so we're, you know, doing what uh, college seniors do. Right. And we're, we're at like, yeah, it's a lake town. So, you know, it's, it's crazy and it's all around. <laughs> and we're, we're staying at this house and one of my friends finds this like wooden duck fixture that you would find maybe like in your grandma's basement that she used to use to like put magazines in. And it was like a centerpiece of a table. Mm-hmm. Um, and we took this thing. It just so happened that you could fit like three or four beers in it. So, so, so picture like a box with like a gooseneck coming out of it, like okay. a wooden box with a gooseneck coming out of it. Yeah. And so we took this thing with us, we gave it a name and it became like our unofficial mascot for the weekend. And it was something that was like so <laughs> dumb that people loved it. And so like, we're taking it to the bars, we're taking it to the beach and like people are, are loving this thing. And so keep in mind it's like 2007 facebook's like two three years old pops Mm -hmm. like we create a facebook page for this thing (laughs) and i design i i design a shirt for it i'm like this thing's huge like it's it's crazy like how big this thing's getting like let's see what we can do so i design a shirt um of this duck it wasn't a duck it was a goose but we called it a duck and that was the first t-shirt that i ever designed and like that whole process kind of opened my eyes. I, and again, I had, I had no experience with graphic design. Like the, the way that I designed the shirt was I took a photo of it, taped it to, uh, taped it to a window and traced it. And then I scanned it into a computer and I don't even know how I got it to the uh, screen printers from there. Like, I don't even, I, I, because I didn't know how to use Photoshop. I didn't know how to use Illustrator. I, I had no idea what those... I knew what Photoshop was, but I couldn't afford to buy it. So, like, right. experience with any of this. But, like, the whole process, just seeing, like, how people reacted to the shirt design. And it was, like, it was gnarly. Like, it's not a good... Like, it, it looks like someone took a Sharpie and, like, drew on a shirt. <laughs> that, that's what my first shirt looked like. But, like, and- that whole... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say now they're like legit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's come. A you long don't have way. some rinky dink operation right now. <laughs> no, no, it's come a long way. Um, but that little little fire inside me, and it it made me kind of realize a passion that I didn't know I had. I went to I went to Iowa State. I, I was a I was on the football team there. I was a squad member. Um, and and my 
my dream my whole life was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to play either first. I wanted to be a pro basketball player. And then when that didn't work out, I was a place kicker in college. It was like, okay, I want to try to go to the NFL. And if that didn't work out, my backup plan was to work for a pro sports team. Hmm. So I, I majored in sport management. Um, so you, like I said, this is like the end of my senior year. And I realized like, dang, like this graphic design thing is really intriguing to me. It's something I think I would really love, but you know, I'm about to walk out the door. Um, so it's a little late for me to go back on that. Right. Um, so from there, I just start kind of like designing uh, tailgating shirts for Iowa and Iowa State, not for them, but they were, they were definitely just like sold at the tailgate lots, you know? Yeah. Um, and I had some success with that. And, you know, I, I love the process of just designing stuff that I felt was unique um, because Iowa and Iowa State didn't have that type of thing. And um, I, I, was, I was working at a, at a high school at the time. So I was doing this all in my free time and I knew that it wasn't gonna, I couldn't, I didn't have the time to keep pumping out like these parody ideas, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I came up with a, I, I knew, I realized that I needed, I wanted to start like an everyday casual slash streetwear style brand. And, you know, I'm thinking about it. What do I want to call it? You know, that's cause that's the first thing you do. It's like, I want to start a business and well, I need to have a sweet name, you right. know, and before you even have anything else figured out, <laughs> yeah. it's, kinda, it's almost ass backwards. <laughs> it's like, I need a logo. Once I have a logo, then I can figure out how to do everything else. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's yeah. It, it all kind of happened backwards like that. So anyway, um, you know, I, I wanted it to be motivational, uplifting, that type of thing. So I came up with dreaming big i took all the vowels out of it because i wanted it to be different i wanted people when they saw the word mark to have to think about it mm-hmm. um and you know part of that was um you know with any type of art uh or design piece or anything like that you need to be able to catch someone's eye and then from there you want them to analyze it, to keep looking at it. So that was kind of the thought process behind taking all the vowels out. I wanted people to look at it and be like, what does that mean? And then, because then they're sitting there thinking about it. And then hopefully it's, you know, they're, they're trying to make sense of it or, you know, it's like, okay, well then maybe they're, they're interested in it, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, so then where am I at? Uh, this is like, 2010 like I still didn't really know what I was doing I had Photoshop and Illustrator then and I'm just like using tutorials teaching myself how to use those programs to design things and it took me about four years of that before I finally launched the brand in 2014 so it's been six years now like I just celebrated we just celebrated six years uh, a couple weeks ago oh happy six year yeah thank you thank you um (laughs) yeah made a website started out you know i had five or six designs i threw on there um started out as pre-order only because i had zero money (laughs) to buy anything so i really like but it was fine like i was okay with that it was like okay as long as i receive enough orders that i can afford to produce them even if it's a minimum like i'm fine with it like i don't even need to come away with inventory like i'll just keep doing pre-orders until it builds up enough that I can start buying inventory and then selling it. That way people don't have to wait so long. Cause it was like a 
two, three week wait after someone yeah. placed an order, which like, you know, in this day and age, like with Amazon one day, Amazon same day, people are yeah. like, people place an order and like 10 minutes later, like, hey, where's my stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, slowly but surely, it, it's, you know, the whole thing's been a, it's been a process. It's been a learning process and it's, it's still a learning process. Like I still have a ton to learn. Um, but it's, you know, it's been, it's been a journey and, and, and I love it. I love that I'm having to go through and, and fail 20 times before, you know, I, I have a success because, you know, that's, that's making me better. And then, you know, those, those trials and those failures, I can then share with other people. And, and, you know, that in itself is a learning experience that, works well with the brand you know because it's like we all have these these dreams these things we want to do with our lives and there's a lot that we have to go through there's a lot that we have to put into it there's a lot of failures that we have to endure there's a lot that we have to learn in order to make those things happen so it it you know it bodes well with the mission of the brand itself yeah and i mean you're constantly along with it you know, but you're being motivated by your own brand because that's the message it's promoting. Yeah, I'm essentially like a test dummy for people that are <laughs> wanting to dream big because it's like <laughs> I, I in in I'm, I moved from from Central Iowa to Philadelphia um, a year ago, and at that time I went full time with the brand, even though it wasn't ready. Like financially, it wasn't ready to support me, um, and it just it, like I hadn't reached enough people yet to make mm-hmm. it sustainable and like that's a separate that's a whole separate arm you know marketing especially in this day and age then you know you, you got to have you can have the best product in the world but if you don't have a way to get it in front of people like it's it's probably gonna fail mm-hmm. which is which is crazy but that's you know that's the reality that we live in so well, the way that i came across it was we have a mutual friend tony watson yeah and you and I didn't know each other until about a week ago. So, yeah, like, do you, want, do you want to tell that story? Yeah, we'll tell that right after we tell the Tony story. So, like, I saw this with Tony, and I'm like, that's really cool. Like, I always love to have some sort of, like, casual, like, motivational stuff that's not too in your face, but it gets a message across, but I still can be casual, you know? Yeah, yep. And so that, that's I was it. like... That's the goal. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's awesome. Like, I'm going to go and order some T-shirts and a couple of hats, and um, that's how I saw it. How did you meet Tony, or how do you know Tony? So Tony and I went to, we grew up together. We, we met, we went to, we went to elementary school together. I think we had, we, we had the same teacher in first grade. So we've known each other our whole lives. Okay. And we were, he lived, our school was one of those schools that was smaller. And we had two towns that fed into one high school. And, and Tony's dad was the athletic director and our head football coach. Um, but, but he lived in, in the other town. And so it, you know, when, when we were younger, it was harder for us to hang out and stuff, but then like towards the end of elementary and and into junior high, when, you know, it was a little bit easier for us to get back and forth between towns, that's when we became friends. And then his mom moved to the town that I lived in. I want to say when we were in like eighth grade and he lived like two blocks over from me. So we started hanging out quite a bit then. And then we hung out a lot, you know, throughout high school and have been friends ever since. 
Okay. And now Tony's yeah. a major league baseball pitcher. He's been yeah. to the World Series. Like he's, yeah. he's a big deal. And he's a tremendous human being also. Yeah, he's an awesome guy for sure. Um, but yeah, so we met in a really just peculiar <laughs> way. <laughs> like I had, um, since I'd ordered online, you know, I believed in the brand. I wanted to have you on the podcast. So I had talked to, I didn't know who was running the Instagram. But I, to, uh, I didn't know it was you at the time. I talked to somebody from the Instagram and you're yep. like, yeah, you know, I'll check out the podcast. Like, all right, cool. You know, and um, I didn't really follow up. Nothing really came of it. But two months later, I'm about to go out for the day and I'm you know, going to watch some football. It's Sunday. I have this feeling that I want to wear this dreaming big hat. And I'm like, that's really weird that I have this like pressing feeling to wear this hat. <laughs> so I go out and I've got the hat on backwards. I'm hanging out, watching the game. And somebody taps me on the shoulder like, hey, where'd you get that hat? And I was like, oh, it's a company, Dreaming Big. Like, I'll write down the website for you. And you're like, no, no, no. I designed that hat. That's mine. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, you were down in St. Petersburg, Florida at the place I go to all the time. And when I ordered stuff, it was never in St. Pete. So you had no inkling that you'd run into me in St. Petersburg. Zero. You Zero. just at this, you happen to be in the right town, in the right place at the right time. And I happen to be wearing that hat. And we had I, talked previously, which is just insane. Yeah. Like a couple weeks before that. Cause yeah. Going back to the podcast thing, you're like, Hey, I'm going to launch this. Yes. I'd love to have you on. And I was like, sure. Once you get it up and running, like, yeah, I'd love to do it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to set, set a couple of episodes up. So you had something to listen to. And basically. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you never know. Like, you know, a lot of people start things like that and it's like, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, or they say they want to do it. And it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll love to help you out. But like, I, I want to make sure you get started with it first, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I totally understood that. Cause then you know that they're committed to it and you know, they're serious about it. And it's like, okay, like you're, you're for real about this thing. So cool. I, I can get on board with that. Right. But then, yeah, man, from, from like my side of things, like I still get super excited whenever I see the brand out and it's someone that I don't know. Like it's, yeah. it, it's a different, like I'm appreciative when anyone supports the brand, like it, but like when I, when you see it randomly, when someone you don't know is wearing it and I see it, it's, it, it's an incredible feeling. So like when the moment I saw it, I like did a double take. I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, nah, that's got to be like some other brand or whatever. And then I got closer and I was like, holy shit. Like, that, <laughs> like you got to be kidding me. Yeah. I was like, what is going on here? And I had just been with Tony a couple hours prior to that. Yeah. So I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> that was insane. Like, I was just blown away. And so you sat down. I think you were in line to go to the bathroom. And then you, like, aborted that mission. You sat down. We started talking. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was, we were talking. I was like, have we talked? Did we talk about doing this podcast? And so, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just the crazy, because you're, you live in Philly now, and you just yeah. were on vacation. Yeah, we just came down, and it, I mean, even, like, being on that, that trip itself was kind of up in the air. Like, my girlfriend was like, I, I kind of want to get out of Philly for, you know, this is, like, before the holidays. She's like, I kind of want to take a trip in January, you know, what could we do? And it was kind of up in the air. We didn't really know if it was going to happen or not. Um, and we didn't really know where we were going to go. Initially, we were going to go uh, to the other side of Florida, I think. Hmm. And um, yeah, so it was just wild, like how it all how it all played out. Yeah. Um, yeah. T- to this day, like it's still I mean, granted, it was only a couple couple weeks ago. But yeah, just seeing that hat and I was like, oh, man, that's that's crazy. <laughs> 
And it's, it's a wild I, feeling. It is, yeah, and I can imagine like you're just out there on vacation, hanging out with some friends, and then you see your stuff. I'm like, that's got to be a pretty cool feeling. That's got to be really awesome. It is. It is. No doubt. But yeah, the, <laughs> I came out <laughs> and met all the people you were with, and I was like, hey, I've got his hat on. Like, no, it was right? awesome. Let's yeah, we we traded numbers, and yeah, and here we are. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. You know the way life works. It um, is. And I fully anticipate on ordering more stuff. But yeah, you do you do everything. You showed me you're placing all the orders, you're like doing everything. Yeah. Right so yeah, I handle all the I do all the graphic design stuff. I do um I do all of the fulfillment, all the shipping. Um yeah, I and and I don't always wanna do it that way, but like I don't, I don't have any formal education or training in this arena, so that's part of the reason why I want to be heat pressing shirts and 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 packaging orders and sending out emails and you know doing some of the tasks that you know they aren't you know gloried tasks but right. it's like i want to i want to go through that process so i know what it's like and when this brand gets bigger then you know i can say like okay yeah i i did have to used to do that or yeah you know i, I want to go through the process so i i can fully understand it i guess that's the best way to put it are you one of those people that you have like do you set like one year plan five year plan are you that much of a planner or are you just like taking it as it comes no no i i try to like i i'll sit down let's see last may i sat down and i did do like a six month plan but it's like every time i do that something an audible comes up and and i end up going down that path and i don't know it's like i understand the the importance and the value of it which you know i have like long-term goals for the brand but Mm -hmm. it's not it's not super detailed we um one of the things we talked about like that first night that we met was my story of just moving to Florida on a whim to chase like something. Yeah. <laughs> you know like dreaming big and, which is crazy. <laughs> and so yeah, like that's what the, that's why I really connected with your message but you're not just out here spouting that, you know, tone, you're actually doing it, which I think is cool. And I think sometimes when you have that plan, you can get a little jaded and like no, this way it has to be. But you are like, okay, this is my end goal, but I've got to adjust as things come up. Yeah, and, and I think that yeah, I'm glad you said that because you know you you got to be you you have to be flexible. At least I have to be, you know, because yeah. you never know like what what trend is going to pop up. And, and not that I'm not saying that I sit here and conform to what every trend is, but like at the same time, it's like you know, you gotta, you gotta be moldable. You gotta be, you gotta be able to change and pivot. And I, I, that's not just in, in apparel, that's in anything you do in life, you know, circumstances change and you gotta be able to, you know, to, to move with it or you, you know, who knows what, what might happen. But, you know, going back to like what you said, you know, you're, you're, you know, you, you kind of embody what dreaming big is all about. You know, my, 
our mission statement, and I don't know why I keep saying our and we, because it is just me. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know, it's just better that way. Yeah. <laughs> like when it's someone, com- if someone complains, it's easier to say like, you we. say we. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are sorry. <laughs> Not, I screwed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, the mission of the brand is is to encourage people to not only pursue their dreams, but to, you know, no, let me go back. The, the mission of the brand is to not only encourage people to dream big, but it's, it's to encourage them to step out of the norms of everyday life and actually pursue them, which is exactly what you did. Like you could have, sure. You could have stayed in Michigan and, and done whatever, but no, you, you were like, there's something more to this life. I don't know what it is, but I know it's out there. And I'm going to go out and find it. And you took a huge risk. You moved, what, over a thousand miles away yeah, from home? Yeah, about a thousand and, miles away, yeah. And how many people did you know down there when you moved there? Uh, it had to be under seven. Exactly. Like, you, <laughs> you were stepping, you were getting out of your comfort zone to go pursue something. You weren't sure exactly what it was, but you had faith in in knowing there was something out there. And you had faith in your own ability to make it happen whatever it might be yeah i appreciate you saying that that's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, no but that's what it's all about because yeah. like the, there's a lot of people out there that you know they they get caught up in like a a life that they're not totally happy with and and some people don't realize that there is something better out there but you got to have the courage to do it and that's it's not always easy. Like you're going to, when you, when you do go down that path, like you're going to go through some stuff that's tough. And, and at the end of the day, like that's going to make you a better person going through those things, you know, even though they are kind of crappy at the time. It's like you said, like trusting these feelings, like what, that there's a bigger thing you're chasing I mean, that's something, obviously, nine years since I've been in Florida, I chased that whole, like, hope and dream of something down to Florida. But even to two weeks ago when we met, I just, like, trusted my intuition that I should wear that, that hat. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it, you have to trust these feelings in life. As far as I'm concerned, that's what you should be doing. Like, if you feel like you're meant to do something bigger and better, sometimes risk it all and do it. Like, yeah, why not? Give it exactly. a Exactly. Like you gotta you gotta trust yourself. Yeah. You know, like we're like we as humans are capable of doing extraordinary things, but you gotta trust in your ability to like make it happen. Like we're a lot stronger than we think. Like uh David Goggins said this in his book. He said like uh I might I might butcher it, so you might have to fact check this. But he said <laughs> most he said most humans only use about forty percent of their potential. Mm-hmm. Which when you hear that, it's like, what? You're like, all right, I need to, like, I need to do more. Like, I don't want to, you know, wake up one day and be 85 years old and think like, oh, man, I wish I would have taken that risk. But I right. didn't. I just took it easy. And, and like, I don't want to be that type of person. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are in the same boat. Yeah. I was fortunate. I grew up, like, in a family that encouraged me to dream and to to think big and not settle for like an average life. Yeah. But you know, I, I would, it is huge. And like, it's amazing because I look back at some people that went down the average life road. I've been out of high school for 10 years now and they're kind of regretting some of the decisions they've made to just do the norm, go to college, graduate, get a little house. It's maybe a two bedroom 
in the same city they had lived in, like they never ventured outside mentally to say, maybe this is possible. Maybe I can do something more than this. Right. And, and I also don't, I don't want to rag on anyone that goes down that path and no, who, yeah, no. who, who loves what they're doing, because there are plenty of people that like, that is that, that they're 100% happy living that kind of life. And I, you know, is as long as people are, are happy with what they're doing, that's fine. But I know there are also people out there that wish they would have done more. And, and you still could. Like, there's that, I don't know, there's some quote, or I can't remember what it was. There's something on Twitter that I saw, like, that I can't remember what he was. But he was like, I didn't realize what I wanted to do until I was 45. Mm-hmm. I was broke at 50. I started to become successful at 55 and something like he reached his, his goal at like 60. Yeah. And it's, it's never too late. My point is like, it's never too late to get started. No, absolutely not. And that's, yeah. And exactly. That's why I kind of gravitate towards the brand because, and especially after talking to you, like, you're like, yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah. We had a great talk about that. When I <laughs> when I moved down here, actually, it was 2012. You know, I was 20, so I was trying to, like, form who I was as a person in general. Um, right. But I would be up till 3 or 4 in the morning on YouTube just watching, like, all these motivational videos. And I know this happened two days ago. Kobe Bryant, obviously, from Philadelphia. I would watch every single Kobe Bryant interview, every single, like, Kobe Bryant video I could find trying to because he just had this great mindset and like he was never not never finished and i always like gravitated towards that too like yeah who, who um who inspired you like who are your heroes uh my my parents uh my grandparents um out, outside of family michael jordan was my idol growing up um kobe bryant would be another one um, which I, yeah, obviously we're recording this two days after he passed away, which yeah. is obviously devastating, but you know, I think the, I don't know, the, the, the silver lining in, in that tragic event is, you know, we're all, we're not realizing, but we're all reminded of the 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 greatness that was that yeah and 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 that didn't happen because of his god-given talent it happened because he freaking loved the game of basketball and he wanted to be great at it and he did everything he could to be as successful as possible at it meaning like like the story about that alan iverson talked about yesterday i think it was where like, they went out to dinner together, and Alan was like, I'm going to the club. What are you going to do? And Kobe's like, I'm going to the gym. Yeah. Like, he he was on a different level mentally, like, with his work ethic. And, like, that alone is something that is going to carry on for I don't know how long. I don't want to define it. But, like, you know, just hearing about that, like, when you think about how hard Kobe worked, it's like, well, damn, uh, as soon as I get off this phone call, like, I'm going to start designing some stuff. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. like, I'm going to go back to work. I'm going to go to my the equivalent, you know, to my gym mm. and and keep grinding it out. 
I mean, he was just absolutely a monster. And he drove into everything. Like, he was just getting into Hollywood stuff. And, I mean, I can only imagine what he would have come up with and what would have come – like, his whole life. I mean, yeah. I mean, it seems like – it seems like, you know, his post-basketball career, he was really – he dedicated himself to to helping other people. Yeah. And, you know, he started the, the Mamba Academy. And I, I don't know if he started that – you know, before or after he retired, but you know, he, it seemed like he kind of, his next phase in life was like, okay, I, I accomplished all these great things. Now I need to get back and share what helped make me successful with other people so I can help them become successful. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things. And like, that was um, kind of what I was getting. It was just like finding these people that you can find and take, motivation from everybody remember um i think it was myspace they had like who are your heroes or something like that on their thing and i i had like a whole list of people because i would find something like whether it was tiger woods or michael phelps or whoever or actually sean johnson if you know uh sean johnson from des moines iowa if you yeah can... you bet yeah i mean you bet i guess i don't have a shot now that she's married but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but she, um, uh, she's like, a little bit younger than me, but yeah, she was, you know, obviously being from, from Iowa, like we don't have any pro sports teams or anything like that. So yeah. when, when she was, you know, going on her run and doing what she did, like that was a big deal for people in Iowa. Cause you know, that doesn't happen every day, but anyway, yeah. that I was going on a little tangent there. No, you're good. That's perfect. Um, no, I was just <laughs> saying like, I, I draw inspiration. Like if I watch an interview with somebody or read something, I'm like, I'll I'll draw the positives. So I'll draw what I need from it and kind of grow on that. So then that person becomes like an idol of mine. I don't know. Much so like he, you are, like, you know, you're doing the, the thing that I really respect and appreciate. So you'd probably be on that list now, too. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Who, uh, but then that, yeah, based, going off that, I, I was going to ask, who who are some people that you draw inspiration from now? Not Not me, but like if you if you hop on youtube right now to do the same thing you were doing 10 years ago you know to find inspiration who are you looking up oh man who are um, some of your people i like i know he's coming to the end of his career i've always liked nascar and jimmy johnson okay um, is a big one because he in the modern era has done so many crazy things like i think he won five championships in a row which any top level sport that's nearly impossible yeah, he's tied for the most like championships of all time with seven. So, but he's like a super humble guy and he doesn't have to have that, you know, cocky arrogance. So I like to watch any interview I can or anything from like his stuff. Like I've been in on a NASCAR kick right now. So Jeff Gordon too, but I don't know, man, like Derek Jeter just got in the hall of fame. I've always looked up to Jeter. I'll still plug in Derek Jeter interview and learn a lot from him. Like, I think those are the big three for me right now. I love Tiger Woods. I love what, like, learning about his focus and what makes him great. But yeah. The big, I don't have any, like, crazy anybody you wouldn't expect, but sure. those are the guys right now. No, it's it's important to look at people that are ultra successful like that and try to figure out what they do because it's not all – it's not all – god-given talent mm -hmm. i mean like they they have more talent than the average people in whatever they're you know whatever they're pursuing whatever their profession is but they also put in a ton of work right which that's something that most of us can 
like you know that's a constant you know across mankind for the most for for the most part you know yeah we can all work a little bit harder regardless of if we're i'm just looking outside right now if we're picking up trash or if we're a professional you know like there's always something we can do to to become better and that's why i think it's important to you know look at the the Derek Jeters, the Kobe's, the Michael Jordan's, the Jimmy Johnson's, and to learn from them because, like I said, it's not all – like they put in a ton of work to get to where they are and to be as successful as they are. Yeah, for sure. And do you have like a blueprint or somebody that you can go to to figure out the ins and outs of the brand and everything? Like is there somebody – you have like a mentor for that or are you figuring that out on your own? No. Figuring it out on my own. That's I mean I, that can be I the mean, way I, to do it sometimes. Yeah, it I I prefer it that way. I mean, like there are some things it's like, okay, I wish I would have gone to design school uh, or not even design school. Like I wish I would have taken like a, a a class in graphic design. Like um in in no, I, I don't have someone that's that I can like ask questions to, but it, I, I do the same thing as you do. Like I'll, I'll look at other brands, see what they're doing, learn about their founders and what their process was, what their story was, mm-hmm. the things they did to become successful. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I shouldn't say I'm just, what I'm trying to say is that's part of me figuring it out is, yeah. is researching that stuff. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I don't have, I don't have a blueprint. I don't have I don't have anyone to to bounce ideas off of. It's really just me trusting my my gut and my abilities and and going with it. I think that's I mean that's not a bad way to go. My dad when he became a chiropractor, he he went from being a car salesman to an accountant um that was going to be his career to a chiropractor. And so the guy that was his mentor my dad would call him six times a day, you know, like doing research. And he would be like, what are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. My dad's like, I don't need to reinvent the wheel. Like, I just need to find a good blueprint. But I'm going to study. Right. I'm going to study what this guy does because he's successful. He didn't yeah. copy him, but he took like the things that were going to be big in his business and just incorporated that into it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to yeah. copy anybody. You don't have to have that mentor, but find things that are gonna, you can take from somebody else. Be like, OK, that works for me. That doesn't work for me. I'm not going to do that. Right. And um, in, regardless of the industry that you're in, there's a, you know, I, it's like I can look at other clothing brands and see like, okay, they're, they're releasing things this often based on the seasons, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, like, yes, I need to be doing that because that's the natural pattern of the way that consumers purchase things. Like, obviously, you're not trying to sell uh, a parka in the yeah. spring or <laughs> summer. Like, you, you know, so there are certain things like that from a structural standpoint that, you know, I've taken from other brands. But then I also stray away from that, too, because it's it's super co- competitive out there. And, and you've got to find ways to to be different so that you can stand out. So it's like, you know, there's there's a big saying in in graphic design and just art itself. And, and it probably, um, you know, uh, spreads into other professions too, but 
there's I think there's a book out there and it's called like Steal Like an Artist and a, and essentially the the underlying theme I haven't read the book but someone else was telling me this so this is all now third hand okay um, <laughs> is that is that we all draw inspiration from something it, we're all influenced by something and 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 some people mistake that as copying which which yeah if if you take something and duplicate it exactly as it was you're copying it right but but most people most artists most musicians they hear something they see something and it's like a little light bulb goes off and they're essentially using that thing to create something new which which is awesome like that's that's one of the great things about this age of technology that we're in is that it's never been easier to design a t-shirt, to write a song, to make a movie. The list goes on and on. And, and some people look at that and they're like, oh man, it's there's a lot of people trying to do that. I'm not going to get into it. I think it's a great thing because it forces the people that are truly passionate about it to step the game up. Because you never know what the person next to you is going to come up with. And yeah. it it that's the way I approach it. It's like, okay, like I get on Instagram and I see all these clothing brands doing all these great things. And it's like, man, I, I respect what they're doing and, and it's super competitive out there. And, and it would be, it would be really easy for me to just go, ah, I'm going to pack it in because these guys already got it covered and they're doing something way better. But instead it's like, no, like, uh, all right, I, I see what they're doing. I got to find a way to, to make something better. Right. Which I think in the end, at the end of the day that, you know, helps me on a personal level and it helps the, the brand as well. Where do you get like design ideas? If you're design, like, what do you dream them or just they come to you? <laughs> yeah, man, I, I don't, I, if I could bottle that potion up and sell it, I, <laughs> I yeah, that might be my next business venture. If I can figure that out. Um, <laughs> man, I, mean, I know you had the goose, the duck. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and uh, like, obviously that's transformed. Like, if I showed you a picture of that and and placed it next to a picture of Savvy the Duck, like, they're completely different. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's it's morphed into its own thing. Um, it's it's tough to say. Like, I'll I'll see a sign when I'm walking down the street, and I just like the way that it's laid out and in the color combination of it and i'll draw inspiration from that i'll see something on instagram and i'll i'll find inspiration in that i'll see uh man that uh the lsu tigers championship shirt like i saw that and i, I got like 10 ideas based off that so it it, <laughs> it it's all it comes from from everywhere there's no one source of of design inspiration and and a lot of it like a lot of times I'll sit down and start designing something and I think I have it all mapped out in my head and the final product ends up being something completely different. Hmm. And, and, and I love that. That's, I, I, that's the beauty of, of art and design for me is like, once you start going down that path and creating something like all these other roads magically appear. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, I could, okay. I could go down this one and, and, you go down that road, you take two steps down it and you're like, wow, this is great. And then these other roads appear. And the next thing you know, you're like 10 roads over and <laughs> you, you, you're creating something that's completely different from what you set out to do. And it's, and, and, and most of the time it's like, wow, I'm glad that I 
didn't go with my initial idea. <laughs> <laughs> How much input do you get like from like your girlfriend or your family? Uh, little to none. Okay. Uh, mo- most of what I make is, is, is me, um, trusting myself. Um, I, I don't do a lot of, and, and I, I fully realize that the brand may be more successful if I did go through that step of collecting more feedback. Um, but my experiences with that has been a lot of times that slows things down. Um, it, it creates a level of doubt because you'll have three or four people that are like, eh, right. and then you'll have, you'll have some people that love it. And then, but you know, of course you'll have 20 people that love it and you'll have two people that are like, eh, and you'll totally discredit the 20 people that love it. And you'll only focus on the two that are, that aren't sure about it. And then, I, you know, I just find that it, it disrupts the process. It slows it down. And I'd rather take it to market and if it does well great and if it doesn't i'll go back and and try again yeah what um what's been your favorite design so far do you have one man that's tough because i know you i mean i gotta get some savvy the duck stuff i know that and i i really enjoyed that one i have the hustle t-shirt and that's my favorite so far yeah that's a good one it's a nice classic uh cursive script font yeah, it's like a Cassius um, Clay type of deal. Which, I, yeah, I, I, I do draw some inspiration from classic boxing designs. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, I haven't done, I haven't incorporated that much lately. But like around like 2015, oh man, five years ago, um, you know, I was doing a lot of that. Man, I don't know. Like I really love remixing photos and Photoshop. So like a lot of the prints that I have out right now, I I really love, but like a t-shirt design, man, just like a classic duck head. Yeah. Is great. Um, and I don't know what it is about the duck head, but people love it. <laughs> I don't, I, and I wish I knew, I wish I could define it. Like I, like it, it, it looks cool. No doubt. Yeah. But the, the, there's some people that are just like, Oh my God, that's the best logo ever, which <laughs> I truly appreciate. But I'm like, what, what about it? makes you say that right (laughs) (laughs) it's just like it's eye-catching yeah yeah it is it's different it's different the um um, the hat that you had when i met you that said savvy that's the hat i'm buying next oh nice nice yeah Yeah, that's one of my you know latest favorites it's it's clean it's simple and and it says a lot (laughs) that and i have a friend who is on the podcast actually her name her name is savannah so i'm gonna get her one as well Oh, nice. Yeah, she is, uh, she's got a YouTube channel. She does a lot of skating videos, so she'll, uh, she'll rock it, I'm sure. <laughs> nice. What's, uh, what's, uh, what's her, how can I find her? Uh, Savannah Amethyst. I will, uh, actually, I'll send you a message on Instagram, or I'll text you right now. All right. But she's got All some right. good, like, some vlogs and some skating videos. She's really cool. She's a, uh, a local down here in St. Pete. She's, like, the nicest person in the world. Nice. No, but, I'll check that out. I love checking out, you know, the the work of people that are you know have set out to like do something different and do things like she's doing you know with like her youtube channel and whatnot i always try to take time to check stuff like that out well she's ahead of us she's like 21 22 so like 
Yeah, I just started the podcast at 28. You were at least graduating college. (laughs) (laughs) She's a little bit ahead of all of us. (laughs) That's the thing. Like, I don't kick myself about that as much anymore. But for a while, I did. And and what what I'm trying to say is, like, I would reach a level. I, I would reach a milestone, a dreaming big milestone. And I would be reflecting on that. And, and, you know, whatever voice in my head would come up, pop up and say, if only you would have started this, you know, X number of years before, imagine where you'd be. And, and for a while it was like, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I do that? And, you know, I've gotten to the point where I've realized that, you know, that's, that's all part of the process. You know, you don't, you you don't know what you don't know and that's fine you know right. yeah i think i mean i totally dig it what are some like what i guess what's been the biggest challenge about it all other than hitting those milestones and saying you should have started earlier <laughs> <laughs> um honestly the the biggest challenge has always been it's the the marketing piece that's okay. that's the hardest part marketing's yeah. been the trickiest yeah, yeah, because it's like I have full faith and confidence in the brand and in in the things I'm making and the things I'm putting out there. But like I said earlier, like, and I'm not saying my product's the best product there is, but like the example I said earlier, like you could have the best product in the world, and if it you're not getting it in front of people, it's not going to be successful. Right. And and that's that's the biggest cha- biggest challenge is, you know, just finding the right people and. And you want it to happen overnight, but that's not the way it works. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, it it takes time to reach those people. And, you know, that's, you know, a a phase that I'm in right now. Um, Once I moved to Philadelphia, I started uh, investing more into Instagram ads, Facebook ads, that type of thing, which you you can do a lot with Mm -hmm. in, in, you know, compared to like 10 years ago before those super dialed in analytics existed, um, it would have been even harder. Um, oh, yeah. So, you, you know, it's it's never been more competitive, but it's also never been easier to really nail down and target a certain um, area of the market. But it's it like all that takes time, you know. Yeah. That's totally understandable. Have, do you have yeah. like any thoughts of like a like a pop-up shop or like having a store potentially so i've done a few pop-up shops um well i've done more uh farmer's market flea market type setups okay that are more artistic based um and that was one of the things that i kicked myself on for a while because i didn't start doing that until probably about a year and a half ago when I was still in Iowa, there would be a lot of uh, like small business pop-up shops. You know, there were a couple like local organizations that would uh, arrange these events and, and, and I would, I would do really well at them. And, you know, I, which, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, okay, great. That, you know, that was awesome that we did that well, but why didn't I start doing this three years ago? Like I could be, who knows where the brand would be. Right. Had I had I started this (laughs) earlier. Um, So, yeah, but I I did a few of those when I got to Philly and anymore. It's like, 
I'll, I'll I have more success online than I do at those events. Hmm. Um, so I haven't done any lately, but okay. Uh, eventually I want to get to the point, I think the next move for Dreaming Big is to open up a space here in Philly. I don't want to open up a retail store per se, um, but I want to have like a workspace that also doubles as a showroom. So like when I'm in there working, people can come in and purchase stuff, but it's not, but it's not a store. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to manage a retail store. And everything that goes with that, you know? Right. I want it to be kind of like a hybrid office, showroom, clubhouse, you know, if you just want to come in and kick it and, like, you're more than welcome to, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Yeah. And don't judge me if this isn't a thing, but is there really, like, is there a Rocky statue in Philly? Yeah. Have you done, like, a photo, like, an Instagram post up there with the, with the Rocky statue? With the with the duck, no. I yeah, with the, yeah, that should be I your need next post. Yes. I need to <laughs> do the arms up and all that. Yeah, yeah, no, th- that's a thing. Like, um, people, we we came out to Philly to look for a place last January, and yeah, that was one of the first things we did. Is like went to the Rocky Steps. Of course, you got to run up them. Of yep. course, when you get to the top, you got to turn around, put both arms up, and like <laughs> hop up and down just like Rocky did. And 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 you're not the only one doing it. Like there's a there's a ton of people that do it every day. (laughs) Yeah, and like some people, you'll see some people there that are they use that like as their workout. Like they're legit, Hmm. like getting their workout in for the day. And then yeah, not far from that, there's a statue. Um, so yeah, that's a good idea. I need to utilize the Rocky Steps for a little savvy the duck photo shoot <laughs> i don't think that's a bad idea at all if no I, if no. i come out to philly this summer we can definitely go up there and do that too for me <laughs> let's do it yeah i'll no, let I've... you take i'll let you take my instagram pictures yeah let's do it uh <laughs> my mom was out here in october and she ran up every step and she did the whole thing that's awesome. she got to the top she turned around and put both arms up and yeah it was awesome see i didn't want to get there and be like expecting the statue and be all pumped up and there's not it's not. It was just the movie. So now, no, now I'm excited. It's all there. Yeah, it's all there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. We didn't, um, I guess the last couple of things I got for you here. At the end of your vacation, I know you guys were in Clearwater, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Did, how was the uh, the rest of the trip? <laughs> I mean, it was it was good. My girlfriend would say otherwise because <laughs> she, was, she was hoping for more, uh, you know, beach time. But, uh, you know, the weather dipped down a little bit. Um, I mean, it was still, like, in the 50s, which I know for Floridians, that's, like, parka weather. It was 65 but, today, and I'm wearing a hoodie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I was fine with it. Um, and, you know, Tony jokes about this now. It seems like every time I come down to Florida in January, like, the weather, like, it'll be great weather before I get there and after I leave. So yeah. I don't know if it's me, <laughs> but, but no, it was fun. It was, it was good. We had a good time. Um, you know, we had to throw a hoodie on and it was a little bit colder than we'd liked, but you know, the sun was out and Clearwater had plenty to offer. So we, uh, you know, we hung out around our hotel and enjoyed some of the restaurants nearby, walked up and down the beach a little bit, had a couple drinks, you know, took it easy. It was good. Yeah. Good little tourist vacation. Yeah. Yeah. My parents actually, every time they come to Florida, it gets cold too. So, <laughs> it, it, between the two of you, like it's been a cold month. Right? <laughs> the two groups. 
There must be something about, you know, the, the people from the Midwest coming down. I know. I've been here for nine years, so I think I'm, like, adjusted and Florida doesn't mess with me anymore. So now it's people that come to visit. <laughs> so when you go home, like, do you ever go home in the winter? And Yeah, and I go home do... around Thanksgiving, yeah. So Thanksgiving in Michigan, what's the temperature like then? Well, it's the weirdest thing. I get there every year, and it is mid-20s in snow. All which right. is obviously very, very cold for me now. I, yeah, used to be I, was, that, I, I used to wear shorts to school when it was like five degrees, like just to be that kid. Yeah. And um, so now I'm like bundled up and it's 25 and everybody's like, oh, it's not that cold. But I swear to God, every time I go there, within four days, it's in the mid 40s and the snow's <laughs> gone. <laughs> so you bring the warm weather with you. Yeah, I guess stuff. it goes both ways. <laughs> Like but that was gonna that, that was gonna be my question. Like, obviously, you grew up, you got mm-hmm. used to it. When you go back now, is it is twenty to like when you were a kid, twenty degrees degrees was whatever. But like now, are you like freezing your ass off when um, you're in twenty degree? Well, that's the thing. Is like fifty degrees here is different than fifty degrees in Michigan. Like, I don't know if yeah. it's the humidity in the air that makes it colder here. But I can go back in 30 degrees in Michigan and feel more comfortable almost than 50 degrees in Florida. Interesting. Yeah. And, and um, I, I kind of know what you mean because I'm a little – I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. It's weird. Like there's some days where it's like 35 degrees and like I could wear a hoodie and I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> and by the end of my 10-day trip in, in November, I'm like ready – like I'm acclimated, but – not necessarily enjoying the cold. <laughs> sure, sure. But I, I don't know. I love the sunshine. It's been in the 60s here for like a week, and I can't wait to get out to the pool. Like, it's just been too cold. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to get out of the pool. And you're, and it's like the end of January. That's crazy, though. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get that tan before I go back to work. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but so last two things I got for you, brother. Um, What... I mean, if you want to shed a little bit of light on it, and if you don't, don't feel obligated. But what is your end goal for Dreaming Big? Man, I just want to reach as many people as possible. And as far as, like, a success standpoint, that's that's never been high on my list. As far as, like, you know, some people think, like, oh, you need to, like, strive to be the best or, or be ultra successful or be a millionaire or whatever. I mean – Sure, I want those things, but it's not the primary driving force behind it. You know, I love I love designing shirts, and mm-hmm. I love graphic design. And if if Dreaming Big allows me to do that in a way that I can make a living, then like I'm happy. And really, that's what it boils down to. Okay. I know that's not that's not a sexy response. Um, no, that's what I want to hear more of. I mean, anything, but that's because why I believe in it. <laughs> and it's what I truly love to do. So as long as it is able to support me, I'll keep doing it. Yeah, and 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 not that that's not to say if it can't support me that I'll quit. Right. I'll find <laughs> I'll find ways to you know I'll keep trying. I'll keep going to bat. Yeah, well, I think that's yeah. what when you say you just want to like get rich off something or you want to do this or you want to do that that narrows it down, but you have like a much more broad message that can reach so many more people because everybody, even if they're happy with the, you know, college 
get married, have kids, retire, and whatever life. Everybody has dreams. Everybody has goals. So you reach everybody. You don't have to just yeah. reach those people that are trying to go to the top of whatever, I guess. But not yeah. that everybody isn't. Like, everybody, as long as they're happy in their life. I think that's what it promotes more is, like, chase that life you're going to be happy with. And that's what I right. gravitated towards when I saw it, when Tony was wearing the shirts. So I think what you're doing is great. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, I don't know and, if I and, put it in a great way, but. <laughs> no, and that's that's what I love about it. I love that, you know, I can go to work each day doing something that I'm truly passionate about. And and, and that work can help other people. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like it, to simplify it, you know, that's what I love about it. So yeah. as long as it, it, as long as that's the reality of it. I'm happy. Yeah. And that's kind of like the, doing the podcast too. Like I want people to be able to listen to it, maybe get something from somebody's perspective, you know, maybe be happy, maybe just have an hour where they can get away from their day. Yeah. You know, if something good happens to me because of it, that's awesome. But like if I can reach people and help them out too. Yeah. I'm right. That's on board what it's all you. about. That's yeah. what it's all about. And How so that's why I want to feel... merge our two brands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. How yeah. good do you feel after you have one of these conversations with people? I really enjoy it. Like, I like to reflect on them. Like, I'll go about my day and maybe I'll go work out or walk around town. But I really enjoy it because you get such a deeper, like, understanding of people. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, I, ha- I have a lot of conversations that you wouldn't have in everyday life. Especially and, in this day and age. Yes, exactly, where everybody's on their phone and, like, you know, detached almost. Right. So these are really cool, and I think it's a unique way um, to have the conversations. But, yeah, no, I feel like I love doing this. Like, I feel really good, and then I get to listen to them over and over again as I edit them. <laughs> sure. It's it's interesting It's because it's it's kind of sad because it's not that often that we – take the time to have like a real conversation with someone where we're not talking about politics or we're not being sold something mm-hmm. because like, that's what we're used to in this day and age. Like, you know, more often than not, I hate to say it, but like when you interact with a stranger, usually they're trying to get something or you're trying to get something or it's political, you know, there's some agenda behind it. Yeah. hundred percent. It, it, it doesn't happen as often anymore where you just like sit down and like learn about someone, right. um, which I think is a great thing about like you doing this podcast. Like you can sit here and, um, you know, if we were doing like a 10 minute interview, we wouldn't be able to go into that much depth. Like it would just be like, sur- you know, su- it's just very much on the surface. Here's the, the bread and butter, blah, blah, blah. When we both different ways, but like right. this gives you a way to, you know, sit down and learn about someone and break things down and talk about ideas and right or wrong. It, you know, it's all good. Right. And everybody has something that they want to talk about. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. I don't know why, because I, there's so many people that say, I don't know what we're going to talk about. And then an hour and a half later, I'm like, okay, <laughs> we got to wrap this one up. Like, yeah. But everybody has something that they're passionate about and everybody has something that they want to talk about. And that's like the whole point of doing this podcast. Exactly. Everyone wants to talk. They just don't want to do it 
unless someone else puts the microphone in their in front of their face. Yeah, if that makes sense, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I've got stuff to say, but I I don't know if anyone wants to hear it or not. I, so I'm just gonna hold off. But if if someone's asking me and they're putting a microphone in front of my face, it's it's like it's a different game. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, at some point you might have to start your podcast back up. We'll see, man. I, and that was one of the things I loved about it. Like it was. I would come away like, and that was kind of what I was asking you about. Um, you know, I'd get done recording and it was like, man, like that was refreshing. Yeah. To sit there and just like learn about this person. And, and, and that was it, you know, it was yeah. like just pure, like curiosity and learning about like how they operated and why. And, and, you know, there's so much that you can learn from that. And it was almost like therapeutic in a sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I'm, I haven't listened to yours, but um, I don't think that either one of us have done a podcast just to throw content out there. I think we both take it as like, I want to learn from like the YouTube videos, Yeah, yep. learning from people, you know, because you can learn from every single person you come across. Hell yeah, you can. And that's yeah, an important thing. Yeah, that that's an important thing to to reiterate, like regardless of where you're at in life, there's. You know, there's definitely someone out there that can teach you something, regardless of of any factor. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. And uh, so I do appreciate you like talking with me when we met at No Vacancy because I thought we were just gonna say hi. I was like, oh, this guy's on vacation. I don't want to bother him. But you, <laughs> you took the time to hang out with me for like an hour, dude. I hung out with you more than the people that I, I know to hang out with. <laughs> I know. I felt bad. I was like, no, oh, no, man. not at all. No, not at all. Like, <laughs> It, it, you know it, that like that's just the way it happened and it was great it was great that like yeah it was i'm glad i'm glad that we crossed paths and you know we wouldn't be on the phone right now i mean we may have we may have, we been, may have we not... yeah but it, it would have been way different i think right 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 the way we met was was special it was really cool it meant a lot to me um yeah i'm glad it happened yeah me too man and like trust your instincts trust your gut you wear this hat like just do it (laughs) but and make sure you share uh share this with tony so he hears it yeah for sure for (laughs) sure yeah thanks bro i really appreciate you doing this man of course anytime Uh, i mean any let's uh, i was thinking about this earlier once uh you know down the road a little bit I can dust off my podcast host skills and I can come back on and I can interview you oh, man. in the same way. Cause I think people need to hear your, more of your story too. And, and granted, like the more you do this, the more it'll come out, but I would love to come back if you're down, obviously. Yeah, of course. And we can switch roles. Yeah. I can interview you and we can share a little bit of Nick with everybody. Yeah. I'd love to, man. <laughs> just, just let me know. Yeah. <laughs> I can clear well, out it's your podcast. You... It's your podcast, so <laughs> <laughs> I can clear out an hour anytime you want, man. Awesome. But yeah, it was awesome talking to you. I appreciate you taking like an hour and eight minutes now. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, man. Of course. I, you know, I, I like what you're doing. I, you know, like I said earlier, I, I love the fact that you took a risk and stepped out of your comfort zone and and moved down to Florida to to pursue your dreams not knowing what exactly was in store like that says a lot about about you and you're still there and you're still doing it and 
it's it's super admirable, man. I appreciate that, man. Then it's you know stuff I can relate to, like dreaming big t-shirts and hats and stuff like that that I can wear as a daily reminder that keep me going. So thank you for everything you do too, brother. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, you have a good rest of your night. Get back in the designing gym like Kobe. Yep. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, you have a phone, I got, I got stuff to make. <laughs> <laughs> well, take care, bro. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. You too. Thanks, man. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Uh, that was a really cool thing. I was, oh my gosh, meeting Scott randomly at the, you know, in St. Pete was awesome. Um, I was ready to give him, you know, the website, <laughs> trying to promote his brand, trying to promote the, the hats and the shirts that I wear all the time. And he's like, no, 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 that's mine. I'm like, that's awesome, man. So I'm, I, I know it was cool for him to see on vacation at some random place in St. Pete that he had his stuff out there. But, you know, that's because I believe in it. And I think it's only going to grow and anything I can do to help it grow. Because I think, you know, like we covered at the end, it's bigger than just a business. It's a message that anybody can latch on to. You want to dream big. You want to, you know, get the life that you want to have. You don't want to look back and have regrets. So I think Scott is uh, obviously a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. And... It's fun when we can connect and talk. Like, he and I talk a lot, um, you know, through text, and we talked a lot that night we met. He's got a lot of great stuff to say. He's got a great perspective on life, and I think he's going places, and he's going to help a lot of people. I think that's what he genuinely cares about is helping people and putting out a product that, you know, people can gravitate towards. So it worked for me. It helps me, and, you know, I've been wearing the stuff for three years, and when I ordered I you know, it... uh it wasn't something I just like piled away and, and didn't remember. It was one of the few article, articles of clothing that I brought from Tampa to St. Pete when I moved, you know, where, where the hats and the, and the t-shirts I've ordered from Dreamin' Big. So again, follow him. Dreamin' Big Supply Co. is the name of Scott's business. And Dreamin' Big on Instagram and Twitter at D-R-M-N-B-G at drmnbg on Twitter and Instagram, and dreamandbig.com, drmnbg.com, drmnbg.com. Thanks again to Scott for coming on here, for taking some time, not just today, but in his vacation to talk to me, and uh, just the craziest of occurrences, and thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Um, Shout out to my cousin Josh. Shout out to my brother, Nathan. So you guys take it easy. Everybody have a lovely, lovely night. And uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Remember what you do. It's for the ladies. No, I mean, I drink two gallons of water a day when I'm working. And I drink a gallon when I'm not. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm new. That's anchor.fm new to get started.